Hey guys, welcome back to Positively Enlightened. Today, Maya and I are talking about a topic that we've kind of been going over with each other off the podcast, Mm -hmm. and that topic is numerology. Maya and I really enjoy talking about like astrology and I don't know, just how everything can be connected and our spiritual Mm -hmm. self. So numerology just seemed to kind of fall in line with that, but we don't know a lot like on TikTok and stuff. Like I've seen a bunch of yeah. stuff like, because I'm on that side of like, astro- mine's like a mix of things, but like some of it is um, like astrology and numerology. Um, so yeah, that's why this was a really interesting topic for us to discuss. Yeah. So I wanted to have a professional on though, because we don't know that much about it. Only, you know, these nope. tidbits we're hearing, we don't know if it's accurate or not. So we have someone really special on today. He is actually a multi-generational shaman, which I thought was so cool. And his name is Shaman Axel. He's going to be speaking with us um, on numerology, all things numerology, and how it can impact your life, how you can use it to predict the future for your life, look at Mm -hmm. health concerns. Honestly, this episode is really cool. And I feel like multiple times in the episode, Maya and I were just like, okay, our mind is blown. Like, this is amazing. very enlightening, especially if you're like yeah. open to learning a whole bunch of different things that like a lot of people could think are like, not really, you like be open minded. Noah and I are both super open minded. So I feel like listen to this episode, go into it with an open mind and just think about like what you can take away from it and you'll feel enlightened. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Let's get positively enlightened. Hey, how's it going? Going good. good. How, How are, are you? Today? Great, thanks. Yes, we're so excited that you could be here with us. And I'm wondering if you could just tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Been a shaman yeah. my entire life. Um, I'm really well versed in manifestation, law of attraction, shamanism, numerology. So I'll probably go into how all those different pieces go into this. That's great. How did nice. I'm curious how when you say shaman all your life how did you get into that um i was born into it so my family has been shamans for like hundreds of years and it just is a tradition that gets passed down depending on what your skill set is so mm-hmm. out of like 30 something cousins that i had only nine of us actually had like the calling that you would say and then we continued developing it and that's how you basically pass it down the generations so yeah Wow. So how do you know that you do have the calling? Like, how are you guys able to tell that you have that? Um. So there's different ways you can do it. But in my particular case, they divined it. So they already knew that I was coming, basically, and what my skill sets were. And then they helped me refine it. Um. For other people, it just naturally starts showing up around like age three or four, where you start noticing like, you're around your kid and then supernatural shit starts to happen. Mm-hmm. So then that one's like, okay, this is a special one. But yeah, that's how it basically works out. Yeah. Wow. wow. I love the open-mindedness of that, knowing that this is possible and just keeping an eye out when you're so yeah. little. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And it's really oh. cool. So how did you exactly get into numerology? Like how did that become a focus for you growing up? So when I started doing numerology it was originally a taboo concept it was like if you saw like the number four in certain places that was assigned to like stay away from that particular location um so shamans use it more so like a compass when it comes to uh developing like psychic awareness so it's almost like a secondary part of your intuition um so when i really started going into it deeper towards college um it was because of the fact that I, I noticed that when I was thinking about something, there was always a specific number combination that was around me. And I mm-hmm. at first, I was not really looking at it from the Western mindset. So today, um, a lot of people just think about like angel numbers and angel mm-hmm. numbers are usually really positive, but every number has a dualistic concept. And that's why I was like, why, why do shamans look at certain numbers, like just purely negative? And then Mm. like in Western culture, it's kind of like, oh, positive, right? So that kind of made me question. And I ended up realizing that it was, it was like myself, or the cosmos or the spirit guides, talking to me through the easiest language that exists in the cosmos, which is math. 
it's everywhere right so if you can use numerology and you get used to it it's a it's a code that's constantly telling you curve left curve right focus more on this one thing like i know you're stressing out but you need to let it go right and it's always going to be giving you prompts and examples like that it's actually really really cool Wow, that makes total sense. Because even I'm even thinking of like Egyptians and Roman numerology numbers. It's just been around forever, and it's really amazing how that's all tied together. Yeah, I yeah, think a lot of people also don't understand that it is does have like a mathematical side to it. Like a lot of people, I feel like, just put it off and think that like it's crazy or like that you can't believe it. But I think mm -hmm. when people fully understand that that's a big part of it is like math and everything. I think that makes it easier for them to understand too. Yeah, definitely. Like in sales, they've noticed that if your pricing can add up to eight, it's more likely to sell than not. And eight oh, is no the way. number of yeah, and eight is the number of abundance in numerology. So your subconscious and unconscious mind is doing math even in the sales portion and adding it up to see whether or not this is a good investment. So it's really, oh. really interesting. Is that why Walmart changed everything to like ninety-eight cents at the end? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That could be another reason why. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, so funny. Yeah, yeah. I never even noticed that one. That is so interesting. So how would you say that numerology can be used today? Because it seems like it's been used for maybe thousands of years. Yeah. So it, it, it depends on what style of occult sciences you want to get into when you start doing numerology. Um, one of my favorites is Vedic astrology. That's super, super accurate. And what it does is it can pin with numerology, it pinpoints pivotal moments in your life. So it, it will tell you, you know, um, between ages 20 to 25, you're going to have like this particular subset of events that happen to you. And if you're already out of your 25s, right, like your 26, you're like, oh, crap, like that was so accurate. And it's because mm -hmm. the mathematics that are involved in that time period are what's governing what's going to be happening to you. So coming back to that same concept that we were talking about earlier, like math being the baseline language of everything, like yeah. it's going to be in your astrology, it's going to be in human design also really calculates it, which I know is another form of astrology. But even when you do like divination and things like that, numerology really comes into play with like tarot, runes, um, and chakra work, because all numbers always come back to a singularity. So if you start seeing a lot of sevens, for instance, in your reality, it's usually trying to point you out to like your your crown chakra, which is the seventh chakra in your body. And it's almost telling you, right, you need to be aligning your life or your physical body, which is connected to the number seven with this certain form of enlightenment. And you'll usually mm -hmm. see the sevens when you're having like an epiphany of like, I should be more grateful for my life. Seven, 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 seven is basically saying mm. tune yourself to this. Um, so numerology more more than ever is not only just a compass, but it's also like a study because you'll end up noticing when you study a lot of different esoterica, the number nine is always associated rather to your soul or it's associated to evolution. So when you start seeing nines, it's saying you're leveling up. But also when you look at nine in astrology, nine is tied to Pluto. So Pluto will end up saying there's a destruction that's happening currently as you gain something else. And it mm. kind of just keeps piecing together so that you can make sense of what's happening around you. Um, it really just mm. depends on the the medium in which numerology is going to be applied, but you can't escape it. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So I was going to kind of ask, like, if there's one that's more important than the other, like, this, you should focus more on, like, astrology or numerology, where your thoughts are with that. But it kind of seems like they just go hand in hand then. Yeah, uh, ultimately, you want to be able to combine all of them so you can see the bigger picture. But there mm -hmm. are like, I specifically use tarot a lot for being able to even predict what astrology is doing, because it'll still tell me through the numerology and like the the meanings of the cards, the calculation of the cosmos. And that's the other thing where like, numerology evolves past numbers after a while. Um, Especially when you're doing like astrology, you'll notice that a number will just more so indicate a specific power, not the number itself. And then that mm. kind of is taking influence. So your your consciousness evolves as you understand numerology. It stops actually being numbers and more like a, a plain language. Ooh. Oh, wow. So are there different ways like 
you don't only look at one number, you can look at like a sequence of numbers. Like there's a whole bunch of different ways to look at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And what, what I usually tell people is like, if you're starting to notice numbers, you need to put it into context to what's happening in, in around you. So sometimes people will see like eight, 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 and they'll be like, Oh my God, a shit ton of money is coming out of nowhere. Right. But if you're doing a bad financial decision when you're seeing 888, it could be telling you don't do this. It's wiser oh. to like kind of like walk away. Mm. Yeah. And then that's usually when you'll see the 888, you might have been having that feeling already. Like, should I be doing this? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And if you invest later, you'll be like, well, why? Why did the 888, which is an abundance number, tell me to invest in this situation? It's not that it was telling you to do that. It was the context that you missed of the conversation basically uh between you and the yes. the cosmos so um when it comes to like combinations what you're doing is you're adding an a, like a, a layer to it to amplify its own vibration like a singular number is always going to be about the self or the i am a double number is going to be more so how you're working with your emotions in terms of your physical self and a triple number is going to be how you're co-creating with the cosmos if it keeps doubling from there you're adding higher and higher powers or even consciousnesses if you want to look at them that way to create a bigger picture um, most people don't end up seeing more than about like four digits at a time mm -hmm. um, but the higher the digits the more intense the power behind your intention is wow oh, very cool yeah yeah i'm curious does this relate to your life number uh, yes. So your life number is usually tied to the physical body to your enlightenment path. So most people read the life number incorrectly, uh, because they're, they're more so looking at the baseline information that's there. So just like when you look at your astrology, if you're born in Aries, that's a basic template that you're given, but it's not going to dictate everything that goes on in your life. So you can't just use it as like the, the thing you lean back on to justify everything mm -hmm. that's going on. Um, so the same thing will happen with your life number, your life number will tell you this is the baseline template of what's happening to you. But you have a very unique frequency inside of that that needs to develop personally based off of your free will. So the life number is really helpful for you to embody closer what you, people would call like your soul purpose or your dharma. Um, because that's, that's usually what a lot of people are looking for when they reference that, that uh, life number. The life number will also tell you what brings you health. So once you figure out what the gist of its message is and you apply it to yourself, like let's say it says um, your, your mission here is to educate people and then you decided most recently to get into YouTube, you know that you're, you're literally giving yourself life energy by following mm. the numerology plant plant. Uh, prompt and then your intuitive prompt which is like okay if I'm going to educate people I felt like the best thing was to do it through YouTube now you're going to notice that that manifestation takes an accelerated form and you, you suddenly start feeling younger you start uh, noticing health changes because mm -hmm. all the numerology is basically playing around with these different influences yeah that makes total sense I'm just imagining somebody going to their nine to five job that they hate, that they don't get any joy from that. If they looked at their life number, maybe it's saying they should be, you know, a teacher in one aspect, however, they're doing finance and they're just platform. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can imagine how that would feel. How do people yeah. find their life number also? So we can like educate our viewers on that. Um, There's a specific formula apps that also do it for you but oh, cool. the life number itself is not the most important thing it's more so what your the the numerology of your name adds up to is what i would tell people the most um because your your name has a specific codex to it and mm -hmm. you'll notice that if you you know the example of karen right like um, if you take a Karen name that has a template behind it, there's a numerology, not saying that every Karen is going to turn into what we've seen on social <laughs> media, right? But it is also saying like, there's a high likelihood that a person will be influenced by that name. So a lot of shamans, what they do is like, they try to figure out, is my birth name, my earth name, the, the thing that I feel like is my dharma that I'm trying to be embody through the numerology. And when they end up doing that, if it's not 
exactly aligned, they'll choose to change their name with a numerology name that actually is more bringing more of that identity closer. And you'll notice that it accelerates where you're going. Um, by doing that, you would also end up changing your life number because you're taking a different identity altogether. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. And what, it, that gets really complex because after a while, your whole entire astrology will change and you can actually change from being like in human design, you can go from being a manifester to a manifesting generator to a generator, depending on how your identity changes. And if your name changes, and you really attune yourself to that, you know, it's all going to play out differently, because we're multidimensional beings. So basically, the mathematics behind it is a parallel universe that you're attuning yourself to. Wow, I had no idea there's so many layers. Yeah, Yeah. I'm like, we can do so much here. (laughs) Yeah, I've like, it makes me have so many more questions. We won't take all of your time, but it makes me have so many questions. I'm so excited to um, learn more about this. Are there any like specific numbers we should specifically look out for for something good or bad? Like for me, I don't know about Noah. I see the number like two, 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 and three, three, three a lot. Like, is there any way we can look up for specific numbers or what those numbers mean or? Yeah, so um, this is one website that I really, really love. It's called Joanne Sacred Scribes. Um, and that one's like the go-to. She's been the longest yeah. player in the game. Um, wow. But I also pulled out this book that I really like. It's called Numerology um, with Tantra and Ayurveda. Um, and it's by Harish Johari. It's really, really great because it can break down the years in numerology. So like, actually, we were talking about like the number seven earlier, right? Um, mm-hmm. 2023 is the, the seventh year of the cosmic calendar, which has normally like nine years and it resets again. So this is a this is in Vedic astrology called like the moment of uh, Ketu. And what happens is like when you're when you're looking at like, for instance, 222, 222 is telling you stay positive. You're bringing in more energy. Um, You know, you have to be willing to work with what opportunities are being presented to you 333 is saying hey you're in this really highly creative state the universe is trying to help you create this thing and so are your spirit guides so just go for it already um numbers that are are the best to go for in my opinion is Mm -hmm. anything that will always end up in three six or nine so 111 is three, 222 is six, um, 333 is nine. And if you can see those variations kind of like shifting constantly for you, you know where they're going um, to end up basically. So mm-hmm. if you end up seeing as well, like 333s and you add them all up and it ends up being nine, then you're like, okay, well, I'm evolving in some way with the next creation that I'm I'm putting out versus 222 adding up to six would end up saying, okay, I'm materializing something. What is it that I really want to be materializing? Let me be really specific right now. Um, So my personal numbers that I really love have always been the number one, the number 35, 32, and 53. The reasons why. 53 is is associated to the number of royalty or kings uh, and queens as well, right? So um, 53, whenever you see it, it's going to add up to eight, which is an abundant opportunity. So it, it's always five is saying you're changing your environment and what you hold with three, a cosmic creation that you really want. So you can't just rely on 53 by itself because mm-hmm. you have to tell it what you want. So you have to be like, okay, what I find to be royalty is you know, being able to travel as constantly as I desire whenever I feel like desiring to do so, right? And when I say that, and I keep saying, all right, I'm going to use the power of 53, it's going to start creating situations of eight that are abundant where like somebody invites you to a trip, or um, you notice that you just have all this opening now that you can go to this other thing, like it's miraculous how it starts presenting itself. The mm-hmm. same thing will happen if you do like 35. But since five is not the leading number for that, it's more so the creative thought that moves reality, you would have to think and be more um, diligent in your mind on how to get to the next level. So you have to do a lot more visualization techniques, you have to journal a little bit more, always holding that image in the forefront of your mind would eventually create the same result as 53. It just takes a little bit more work. 32 would be the secret pathways of reality. Um, And that one in esoterica 
allows you to see a lot about your internal secrets. So um, in, in Hebrew alchemy and Jewish mysticism, basically, it says like there are 32 paths that are secret inside of each person. And most people never access that secret garden inside of themselves. So when mm. you work with the number 32, it'll show you how this one belief that you've had your entire life is actually creating all this other stuff because it came from over here and you never saw how they were all interconnected leading to the same outcome. Mm -hmm. So it al allows you to really architect different belief systems and stuff like that. You're directly in your unconscious mind. The number one is always coming back to the number of source. And I'll, I know a lot of alchemists that are also into the number zero because ones and zeros are basically um, alpha and omega which is Ooh. divine feminine and the divine masculine in reality. Mm -hmm. um, and if you look at like computer coding and stuff like that, binary code is ones and zeros basically triggering a bunch of different events. So it really just depends on whether or not you're trying to finalize something or you're trying to bring more of a reality into something. One would be that alpha, like bringing more birth into it where um, zero would be the omega, which is bringing it back to an ending point. So these numbers are also spells in alchemy. So you can be like, all right, I'm in this job that I really, really dislike. I don't want to be in this job anymore. I'm going to call upon the power of zero so that it basically fades away back into what people would call the void. Um, mm. Yeah, and it's really, really powerful versus like trying to do number one, like I'm creating more of this particular job situation that I'm having. I'm calling in more of that one energy to keep giving vitality to this particular project. Right, right. Wow. How I would do think that zero like, has the power. How do you call <laughs> in that energy though? Like like mm. the zero and the one, like how would you go about like calling in them? Is that like a physical, like something that you um, audibly say or is that like go along manifestation? Yeah, like you get me so excited. I, I love like energy work. <laughs> I have so many questions. Uh, yeah. So actually, if you if you want to do a quick demonstration right now, I can show everybody on on the podcast. That would be great. Right. Yeah. Cool. All right. So um, taking a deep breath really quick. And that's more so just like let go of your mental expectations, taking another deep breath in. That's to balance your emotions. And then you're going to do one more breath to balance the body. Now imagine that everything is consciousness, even though that you've probably seen a chair and you never think it's actually alive or anything like that. Everything has a level of consciousness. So that means every number is tied to a level of psychology. You're going to call in the power of one. Just imagine that it's an energy that's going to start walking into your life. And just be open and accepting it. You'll notice that you start rather feeling lighter, brighter, a little bit of momentum happening. Let go of your mind for a second. Let it just expand infinitely in all directions. And then you'll notice that the energy kind of like settles in a little bit more, gets more calm. So this is the power of like expansion and creation. The ones keep adding on to each other and they add depth basically. So now we're going to go ahead and take a deep breath. And you're going to tune into the number zero ask the number zero to come into your reality into your body and to show you what that feels like you're going to notice that the energy almost starts going downward a little bit it starts it's still there it's powerful but it's a different polarity of the up of the other one so zero basically brings things back to neutrality and when you're doing energy work um, if you can't shift something 100%, then you at least want to bring it to a zero because then it's not a problem anymore. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty much That's how you so do cool. it. That's so cool. What I did you experience? like the zero. <laughs> I got too excited, sorry. <laughs> but I could like, when he said zero before he said that it was like going down, like I pictured like an energy below it. And when he said it's going down, I was like, oh, how did he know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, when I was closing my eyes thinking of one, it was very colorful. It was like rainbows, colorful, colorful. And yeah. then zero was like black and white to me. I didn't know if you thought that too. Interesting. Nice. Yeah. 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 That was really interesting. So would you say that there's bad numbers to look out for? Um, yeah, actually, numerology changes by culture, too. A lot of people don't know that. So you can't just say that, for instance, number 13 in America is horrible, but 13 in other places is not even a thing, right? So um, 13 
13 is dependent on the perspective on what you give more power to, for instance. So like on Friday the 13th, if you're really superstitious, you'll notice that there's like this tense energy always around you. But if you see 13 as like an ascended number, because 13 is also in a lot of like esoterica associated to ascended mastery, when you evolve to the next level of your own existence. And that's where there's this debate on what is a good number and what's a bad number, because we know for a fact that um, different moments in time, religion has been used to suppress information. So that whole superstition around 13 can actually be because people in power didn't want everyone to know it's it's true meaning, right? Mm. Similar to like that number um, 666, which mm -hmm. um, is six actually on its own ends up meaning materialization, like you're bringing something into the material universe. And it, when you increase the number over and over and over again, you're just saying it's getting stronger and stronger and stronger in your potentiality to make something a physical reality for yourself. Um, so a lot of times people see 666 and they imagine the devil and they imagine all this negativity mm -hmm. that's supposed to associate with it. But really it's saying, hey, you have more power than you've ever had in your life to make this something that you truly, truly can embody right now. And mm. since there's been all that cultural programming, um, a lot of people will just see 666 when they're on that opportunity of making amazing things manifest and walk away mm. from it because they think that they're out of alignment with God. Um, That's so, an yeah. interesting perspective. Yeah. Yeah, and I was yeah. It's always do... scary to me. The number used to be really scary to me. I remember, like at the grocery store or something, if my balance was like six sixty six, I'd be like, "Oh, I've got to buy a candy bar or something," and it would freak me out. Mm -hmm. So that's good to know that. <laughs> yeah, and then when you add up six six six, it equals eighteen. One plus eight equals nine. So you're evolving, and that comes back to what I was explaining earlier. So mm -hmm. it really just depends. In Japan, the number four, and in a lot of shamanistic traditions, number four is a bad number. Um, and the reason why is because in Japan, it's tied to death. In uh, Caribbean culture, it's tied to the crossroads, which is um, allowing spirits to come through from another dimension into this space. So a lot of those cultures will try to av avoid four so that unwanted spirits can actually transcend into the physical plane. Um, mm. But yeah, it it really just depends on, on the meaning of numbers for you. And mm, it, yeah. The other thing too is like, you know, I used to be somebody when I saw six, I used to be like, oh my God, I'm about to lose money. Like something bad is about to happen. Mm -hmm. And every time I held that belief, I would magnetize that thought. So then I would lose money. Yeah. And then one day I was like, you know what? If everything's just in my mind, let me just say, I'm not going to see six from this negative standpoint. Now, when I see six, I'm going to make money. And as soon as I started doing that, I saw the shift in reality. So hmm. the numbers too, when they present themselves, they have a charge and you'll feel like sometimes when you see 666, it's saying, Hey, opportunity is about to happen versus other times 666 is saying, Hey, you need to be careful. Like something's slightly off and you can feel that internally. And then mm -hmm. that's how you guide yourself, particularly to your own destination. But you know, no wonders, no number is going to work the same for, two, for, um, two people basically because they have their own beliefs and their own systems that program that number into their consciousness wow so really it's what you give your energy to what you believe about the numbers can really affect what happens yeah absolutely mm -hmm. so i have two i have two questions here one i want to go back to when you were saying um you know your life path number is one thing but you could also figure it out through your name so mm -hmm. I was kind of curious, how do you figure that out through your name? And also, were you born with your same name or did you change it? Um, technically, I have two names right now. Um, let me answer your first question first. Yeah. Um, so each one of your each one of the letters in your name is associated to a number, right? So A would be one, B would be two, etc. You okay. would take your name and associate the appropriate number that's with it and what you do is you add all the numbers so let's say um your name was abc for instance it would be one plus two plus three that would end up equaling six that would then tell you where the vibration that you're orienting yourself around now you want to do that with 
uh, your first name and you want to also do that with your last name first just to see what those two will create on their own and then mm -hmm. if you have like more of a longer name that would be like a, a second or a third formula that you do because depending on how you write your name even in like um like your signature on a check or something you might go by you know alex Carr or whatever right and um but you sign it Alex Henry Carr. That's a different identity and a different vibration that you're putting on it on money than you mm. are when you're walking around and talking to people. So that's why you would do those different vibrations just to see, you know, maybe you shouldn't be signing it Alex Henry Carr because that's not the numerology behind the name is not actually financially savvy, right? May unless you, uh, other than you writing like Alex Carr is saying like you, you'll have a bunch of a, uh, abundant moments that will happen as a byproduct of the numerology of that name. And that's how you kind of signed, uh, you figure out what you sign on checks and stuff like that. And when you're doing legal documents, because you want to align those names with those purposes. Um, and yeah, you can then, basically figure out what your nicknames mean. Even if you've been called AJ your entire life, that's going to have a specific mm. numerology. Um, even the places that you work, the name of your business is also going to play out. Um, but you also mm. want to not only just take the name, the numerology of, of all the names that you have put out there, you also want to go ahead and then compare that to your birthday. So, um, you know, you would take if you're April 1st, 19, 1990, you would want to add each individual digit to come up with that number as well. And then now you can see what your birth time and date added up to versus the name identity that you have. And you can architect kind of like where, where, what versions of you are in the multiverse, mm -hmm. basically. Ooh. Um, it's kind of, it sounds complex, but once you start practicing it, you definitely see it for yourself and you're like, holy crap, like this is actually yeah. a lot easier than I ever thought possible. Um, and then technically I have changed my name multiple times. So when I was a kid, I used to be called AJ, um, mm -hmm. and, and JJ, and I used to hate it. Um, and I never <laughs> really understood why. And the numerology behind it, it's basically somebody who's subservient. Um, so even today, like my siblings will call me AJ when they when they subconsciously want to exert power on me Ooh. and make me the little brother again. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I, yeah. So I, like and they're they're not into numerology. They just kind of do that by default. And because I know what's actually happening in, in the background, it kind of just makes me even more livid. Um, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's how that's how you end up changing your identity. So I, eventually I was like, I don't want to be called AJ anymore. Call me Axel because that's my name. And I, mm -hmm. and that vibration of Axel is more in alignment with how I actually live my life um, and what I stand for. So the more I started saying AJ is somebody I used to be up until a certain point, And now I'm Axel that kind of like evolved. Um, my career has changed my name a little bit. Like sometimes people associate my brand onto high as me. Um, mm -hmm. So Whenever people do that, there's a different kind of personality that's there as well that takes place. Um, and I can't even help it this nowadays because when when someone calls me onto high instead of Axel, it's that's that's like the guru. They're looking at that Ooh. person and that part of my brain turns on and I start mm -hmm. talking to them from that space. So yeah. it really just depends on like how you categorize your own existence within your names, your identity, and the numerology and so forth. They, it's really helpful. Okay. Like everybody does it at some point. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Whether they know it or not, I feel like, like how you were saying their little siblings, it's crazy that it's something that they're not even aware that they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Wow. So. Um, what about like health related um, ways to use numerology? Is there any way we could use it to take advantage um, of it and like use it for health reasons? Yeah. So there's a lot of cool experiments that have been done with numerology and health. Um, uh, for a while now, there was the Gravavoy numbers that were exploding all over the internet, which some guy in the 1940s, I believe, he figured out that certain repetitions of numbers, I think the number is like 55155 or something like that, will diminish pain. And all you have to do is keep wow. like chanting that number over while you have that painful place being operated on or anything. And it works like an anesthesia, which was actually really interesting. Wow. Um, and when you, yeah, yeah, for sure. And when you break down the numbers, because five, 
like five five would be saying the environment is changing. One, I'm manifesting five five five, the environment changing into a better position, mm-hmm. etc. So um, it worked with people who didn't understand numerology or anything like that. They just start doing it. And he has this huge set of codes that um, it can do for cancer, for manifesting money, for this, for that. Um, so that's one way that you can use it very simply. Um, but you can also use numerology in your feng shui. So feng shui is the placement of objects and the way you design your buildings. And basically, your house is always drawing in energy. And depending on how that energy is being circulated is Mm -hmm. how it's also affecting you in other areas. So um, according to feng shui, not only does like your front door bring in the energy, but it's also tied to the number zero. So you it's almost like a container filling something up. So you want to make sure that the you know if you're trying to expand your business in any capacity, your front door has the right color. Um, maybe you can put the number zero actually printed out on a piece of paper and just put it by the door. By doing those small little shifts, the energy actually does change, and you see that particular mm. area of your life shift. So that's another cool one. Um, another way that you can use it for health specifically is kind of sort of trying to align yourself with the chakra sequences in your life. So if you're if you're somebody who's trying to bring in more love into your reality, the number four is tied to the heart chakra and chakra medicine. So that would allow you to open up your heart, bring in more romance, more love, appreciation, gratitude for your own existence. And what you could do is you can start taking the color of the heart chakra, which is green. You can rather start wearing it, eating more green foods, painting your house that way. Um, or you could even take the symbol of uh, the heart chakra, which is, it looks like the number four, and basically it means anahata, um, which I believe is like the freedom of self, if I remember correctly. But the same symbol that's used in uh, Sanskrit culture for the heart chakra is tied to the planet Pluto, uh, sorry, the planet Jupiter, uh, which also looks like a four. And Jupiter is all about, mm-hmm. about success and finance and stuff like that. So if you start allowing yourself to kind of embody like the connections between different cultures, that's something that's really beneficial. Um, Numerology and every organ in the body are associated to each other. So there are certain times where your organs are most functional. And there's also other times where the planets are most uh, influential in this reality. When you can pinpoint what those times are, and all you have to do is go online and type in like... um, planet times or uh you know organ times and qigong that will basically come through and give you like a whole detailed map like at 11 from 11 to 3 p.m in the afternoon your kidneys most in effect and also that the planet mercury is also in effect so then now you know okay well if usually between 11 and 3 i'm usually in a really creative mode coming up with all these ideas. Oh. Now, you know, is because you're getting directly influenced by Mercury, which is a thought planet. It's creativity. That's why you should block out that portion of your life for just that task. Mm-hmm. Um, and other portions of, of Vedic uh, scriptures, people are cut into Vada, Kapha, or Pita, which would be like uh, air, water, fire. And we're all, we all have like a baseline template of this. I'm a fire person. I'm PETA. So for PETA people, it's really good for you to wake up at around 11 o'clock in the morning and start your day from there on forward because you have like the most energy and the most creativity. While I was doing that, like my entire life without really realizing that was my thing, my template until I found out. And a lot of people have these like baseline um, like mechanisms that we're not even taught from a young age to work with. And numerology will unlock all of that as long as you start playing around with it and working with it. Um, but you can definitely like that energy technique as well. Um, right now, what you could do is you could type in positive aspects. And I'm like, I'm on the internet, right? So like, if I were to go in, type in like, positive aspects of, let's say nine, and it starts saying things about uh, power, evolution, the soul being in alignment with oneself, the emotions mm-hmm. coming into a deep sense of clarity. I could say, okay, I want all the powers that I'm reading right here online with the number nine to come in and start influencing my health. And when mm. you say that, 
it'll start highlighting like, okay, you need to go to the gym more. Oh, you have a, you actually have a kidney stone that's being built up here and your body starts talking to you, telling you like these intuitive prompts that otherwise would seem silly. But, um, a lot of my students have been able to do that where, um, I've had people be like, okay, I, w- I feel like I have a kidney stone because I was working with this one number and I went to the doctor and the doctor did a scan. He said there was nothing there, but two weeks later, I peed out a kidney stone, like, holy crap. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's because the body, the numerology that's flowing through them has a higher intelligence than any of the technology that we could have. So it kind of looks like you can work with these numbers in a lot of cool ways. Also, like mm-hmm. when you do like Vedic astrology and stuff like that, they can even tell you with the numerology, what you're predisposed to. Um, So like, oh, wow. and, and yeah, and one of mine, it says like, it's really hard for me to lose weight which is true. So like I have to, and it, it, it was even saying like, um, I'm really prone to wanting to eat sugar, which is my default. Like if I'm stressed, I eat freaking yeah. candy, like no other. Yeah. Right? <laughs> craving. And yeah. That, yeah. And that's all in your Vedic astrology stuff, which they've been able to cal- calculate. It's all done through math. Same thing when you're doing like, um, to Western traditional astrology, the node, like you'll notice that the planet will have a specific node, like 23 degrees south or whatever, right? Well, that is also playing into the energies that you're calling in at that moment, which are in fa- Im- impacting your health and the manifestations that you're creating. So the numerology goes really, really deep, especially when you start counting in like the 12th house and all these other things like that. Um, the planets will also have an influence as well as how they play out in your reality. So if you have like, um, let's say you have earth or sorry, the, you have Mercury in like Aquarius, the number for Mercury and the number for Aquarius also play into how they're influencing each other in your personality. Mm. So all of that is basically your health. Mm hmm. Wow. We have I so much like, research to do. Yeah, we gotta, I'm like, tonight, oh <laughs> I'm going, I'm finding everything out. Oh my gosh. This is so cool. Yeah, this is really cool. And it's, I was just thinking about when he was talking about um, how you could kind of figure out some medical things within yourself. There was, there's been multiple times where Maya has said like, okay, no, my wrist is actually broken. Gone to the doctor. Doctor said it's not broken and it is broken. Like multiple times. I'm always times, right. You have to <laughs> yeah. do that. And I wish I would have had something to back it up so I could be like, okay, at least I know because the doctor wasn't telling me. So I wish I would have like pulled out my math skills yeah. and started knowing this earlier, but I'm definitely using this moving forward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like we could just go on and on with you. You are just a book of knowledge on this and it's really all so interesting. Yeah. So I would, I would definitely just start off if you're doing numerology just pay attention to the first numbers that are presenting themselves. And when Mm -hmm. you do get a response, be like, Hey, I want to have more clarity on this. Talk to the universe because when you talk to the universe, it's going to respond again with more numbers. And then that's how you kind of develop a a confidence, like um, that you're actually in a being that's alive, that wants to co-create with you. It's through numerology that I've been able to make the best investment decisions because they'll tell me, you have to invest like right now. Don't miss out on this. Like do it right now. And I'll be like, all right, fine. Leap of faith. And then it turns out into a prosperous project and stuff like that. So it's really important to just understand it's technically you. You're made up of those same numbers. It's not like a secondary thing that's outside of you. Um, Mm -hmm. As long as you attune yourself to the numbers that you want to be living, that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Really looking more spiritually inside. I always say protect your energy and it just seems like energy flows through everything, whether it's physical or not. It's very interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Energy work is, is probably like the, the best way to amplify any of your law of attraction, like desires and stuff like that. Yeah. I just can't wait to research more, learn more about it and start using it in our life. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So Sheldon Axel, how can people get a hold of you if they want to find out more or schedule time with you? How can they reach you? Uh, yeah, so I have a website called ontohigh.us. And basically, you can find me anywhere online with Antohigh on Instagram. I'm Antohigh as well. And uh, yeah, this I usually am really good on Instagram as much as possible, but I'm focusing more so on my YouTube nowadays because I feel like I can help more people that way. I teach, I do one-on-one sessions. My academy teaches people how to 
dive into their own spiritual gifts, how to become shamans and master psychics and such. So if that's your calling and you're really ready to become an energy healer or help the world get to the next level in terms of consciousness, I'll take you from being a complete newbie to an absolute pro in about six months. And then a lot of my students end up just sticking around because there's so much like they can learn by just working with each other. Um, our community is global. It's in 156 countries and 50 languages. So it's been making some massive impact around the world. And it's a reliable brand too. So like, you know, you're going to learn the authentic techniques of shamanism. You're going to be able to really shine in a way that you never thought possible. And then it kind of just transfers over to everything from romance to finances to everything else. So yeah, us and my Instagram at Antahai is where I'm normally at. And uh, YouTube is Antahai Quantum Reiki. And you can also just look me up when you type in Quantum Reiki in general online. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time. I feel like we've learned so much and now we're going to go down some deep dives and figure out more Absolutely. of our own numerology. Yeah. Everyone yeah. go follow though. Make sure you check out all of his accounts. And I hope that everyone feels more enlightened. Like I know that no one I definitely do today, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on here. I feel like we learned so much and I'm so excited to, like I said, start using it more. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I honestly feel like I really learned a lot just from speaking to him. He talked about such a variety of things, like how it was all connected. I really didn't know. I thought astrology and numerology were like totally separate things. Like when he was describing that you look at both of them together, like honestly it was super, super enlightening. Like, and I genuinely will use it in my life, mm -hmm. like and calculate all these things. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. And when he said that you can change your name and it shifts kind of like your destiny, I was thinking about how many actors change their name and it is almost Ooh. like stepping into a new identity, you know, like right. they feel like that's who suits them best. Or I mean, it could just be anybody. There's also people that just change their name because they're like, I just don't feel like that's my name. Mm -hmm. And I think it's all connected, which is really cool. Yeah, definitely. Really, really interesting to learn about. It was. So one thing that we asked and that he talked about was our life path number. And, you know, he said there's so many different ways that you can calculate it. But a simple way, this is how I had learned about it before we spoke mm -hmm. to him, is this little formula. So you take your birth month, you take your birth day, and then your birth year. Mm -hmm. And it's this is a little bit confusing, but there can only be single digits. So I'll do my birthday, and then we'll do your birthday. So my birthday, July, so the 7th, 17th. Mm -hmm. It's two digits, so we have to add them together. Seven plus one is eight. And then my birth year, 1996, we have to add all of that together. One plus nine plus nine plus six is 25. Mm. And then again, it's two digits, so add them together. Two plus five is seven. Then you add those three numbers up. So seven plus eight plus seven equals 22. But for your single life path number, it has to be a single digit again. Add the digits together again, because it has to be a single digit. Two plus two is four. Okay. So okay, my, yeah, my life path number is four. And four is a builder number. It's the rarest of the life path numbers. Also, I'm ready to sell mine. I'm, I, I don't have this knowledge. <laughs> She's a numerologist. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's a good organizer, practical, diligent, persistent in their approach to dealing with day-to-day -day activities. You're a realist, you're down-to-earth, decisive actions, perseverance, all make you more likely to succeed where others may fail. Be wary of being too stubborn, rigid, and even becoming a workaholic. Ooh, interesting. Interesting, interesting stuff. So four is a number often referred to as the master builder. It says those with master number 22 have the potential to perceive and execute great ideas, achieve great things in life. So that was, that's the number that I knew about before we talked with him. 22? 22, two plus two, four. Um, yeah. That was what I knew. And I calculated yours too. So you tell mm -hmm. me if this aligns with you. Yeah. Cause I don't know mine. I, I saw how to calculate it. And then I think I kept scrolling on TikTok when I did. Come across I just, I just yeah. use it. <laughs> I just use a calculator. This is on this website called seventhlifepath.com. You just type it in or you can do it yourself, whatever you want. Mm -hmm. um, but your birth month, March 3, plus your birthday, the 20th, but 2 plus 0, 2. Mm -hmm. And then your birth year, 2001, 2 plus 0 plus 0 plus 1, which 
in the episode, he was talking so much about zeros. And I was thinking how many zeros are in your life? You have a lot of zeros. Yeah, I do have a lot of zeros. And what is that? That's masculine energy? Remember how you uh, said it's like masculine feminine? Is zero the masculine one? I thought the one was, we, I thought the one was like, oh, like bringing more of it in. And the zero was mm-hmm. like not having it, not having it. Yeah. Um, okay. So three plus two plus three, your life path number is eight. And remember, he said eight is that number where it just kind of all like comes back around. Um, it says number eight tend to be natural leaders rather than followers with the good capacity to visualize intuitive ability to know what needs to be done in order to accomplish the task at hand. As such, you are more likely to find yourself being more successful with, with money in business or politics. Be wary of losing sight of your compassion and becoming too ambitious and greedy in the pursuit of your goals. My path number eight. It's yeah, one of ret- money. <laughs> one of returning karma and opportunity, though. So, like, karma comes back around, good or bad. Yeah. That makes sense. I do think that, like, is a huge thing. And I have, like, I know, like, some friends where, like, they'll do something not, like, super bad. But I'm always like, no, I'm not going to, like, bad karma. Like, uh-uh. And that has been, like, a theme in my life, especially in the past, like, couple years where I'm like, no, it does come back around. So maybe that's why I feel it, like, more than some other people do. Like, I strongly believe in, like, good or bad karma. Yeah, maybe that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I see like the theme so much in my life where I'm like, mm-hmm. it's more a present role like for me. And I heard this on another TikTok video that with the mm-hmm. eight and karma, it comes around faster. So like good or bad, you know, if you do something bad, then it's going to be something bad to happen to you quickly. more quickly than It feels like that. Like if I do something and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should have said that. I'm going to notice it like within the hour. I'm be like, yeah. yeah. And like it'll also be an email or something. Like it'll be like 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 oh, this amount was like taken out of your account for this. I'm like what? <laughs> like it's always like it's weird. weird. It's weird, yeah. That's so funny. But if you could just keep putting that good stuff out, that should come yeah, out exactly. Yeah. Okay. Then he mentioned how you can actually do your life path on your name, which. Mm-hmm. At first, I thought he was talking about like per digit, and I was thinking like, okay, our our names are. Only, I mean, does that make sense? Like four letters, uh-uh. like they're four digits, four letters. Oh yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Maya Noah. At first, mm-hmm. I thought that's what he meant, but then no, each letter has a number associated. Like with letter it. of the alphabet, is that what it is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I did yours, but it's not like A one, B two, C three. Oh, it's, it's not. not? According to this, there's probably multiple ones out there. But when yeah, like I did you said, my probably name, depending on like your culture and stuff too. Yeah. When I did my name, it said Chaldean name numerology. So I'm assuming it's that type of okay. name numerology. Yeah. Um, or you know what though? Maybe it is, hmm. and then it's the single digits added, the double digits added to make a single digit. So maybe I have to check that. Anyway. Noah was N five O seven A one H five. Okay. So um five seven one five total numerology. This is kind of interesting. One eight eighteen. How did the, how did they get those numbers? Five plus seven plus one plus five. Oh, that's what it is? Is eighteen. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So Destiny number is expression number which describes who you are and what you are or what you become. Wait, I have a question. Since it's uh-huh. 18, is it nine? Yeah. Okay, okay. So Math. it's 18, it says, is the numerology total. But then Namanak, which is your destiny expression number added together, is nine. And it says Mars rules number nine. The nine mm-hmm. means courageous, humanitarian, aggressive. Ooh, ooh. You, you are influenced by the qualities of planet Mars. You are an aggressive person who is not afraid to take risks, a courageous person with the traits of humanity and kindness. You are always ready to help others when they need you. You get everything, what you are determined to get by taking any level of risk. You trust everyone and are often defeated by hidden enemies. Although you cannot be defeated <laughs> if you know your enemies. Anger and impatience is a bad part of your nature. Number nine represents the card Hermit, the Light. 
Interesting, right? Interesting. Yeah. What do you, I'm going to say my thoughts on it. Like, but what do you think about it first? Like reading all that, do you feel like it resonates with you a lot? Yeah, I do. Because I feel like, you know, aggressive has a negative connotation to it, but also I will get it done. Like whatever it is that I'm doing, I guess you could say like, I'm a, I can aggressively attack that. Like I will get whatever project done school. I will graduate early. Like I can get very aggressive toward things going on in my life. What do you think? And also humanitarian. And like, I really do want to help as many people as possible. I mean, it's weird when those are in like the same sentence, like humanitarian with the aggressive, but I think also it can be like, I hope I'm the wrong way. Remember like growing up, like I feel like a lot of my friends perceived you as aggressive. So I feel like it's also like how people can perceive you. Like sometimes you do give off like an aggressive vibe. Like even though you're not like punching people left and right. I feel like sometimes that's just how you're perceived. And then there's another What does that mean though? What does that mean? (laughs) I can feel it. Like when I, I understand their perspective. Like when I have had friends that are like, no, it's not scary. I'm like, I don't know why you, I get why they think that. I've seen you like with them and I'm like, I get why they think that, but I don't know. You like, I think you're different around different groups of people. So I feel like it depends on how familiar you are with and comfortable you are with them. But that, um, there was something else. You mind like reading it like one more time? It's like a little part of it. Sure. And then also just what I think is interesting is there's also your soul number that you can get from your name and Mm -hmm. your dream number that you can get from your name. So there's like different ones. So the one that I read to you was my destiny number. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, wait, I I remember. Can I chime in really quick and talk about it before? I was thinking that you said something about like hidden enemies or something. And I just remember also like throughout our life and stuff, we, you especially have come across like, you've had a lot of like bitchy friends in your life that are like mm. kind of secretive about it I feel like and you do like cut them off pretty quick when you realize they have negative intentions but I feel like that has kind of played a theme in your life yeah it's very weird but like yeah. it said you know I have everyone is a friend until proven otherwise like it's yeah not honestly like I, yeah <laughs> like never gonna judge, judge somebody prematurely yeah um soul number was eight and that's according to the vowels in your name so eight means dependable and desire for authority Saturn influences the heart desire number eight. So you have a deep heart's desire to be your leader in a workplace or in business. You want to secure the future and success in a financial matter. You want to be a powerful person with authority. In simple words, you need to be rich and a big boss in commercial projects. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yes, you need to be rich. And a big boss. That's My own so boss. So funny. Yeah. Okay, lastly, so I'm just going to say the dream number which is your personality number, your first impression on others. Um, the one means impressive as courageous, daring, and aggressive. The dream number one is ruled by the sun. So your personality Wait, sorry, is, where does the one come from again? Um, this is the consonants in your name, Noah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, ruled by the sun. I wonder if yours will be one. You tend to be confident, strong, independent. Your dream is to be a leader among the people. You present yourself as courageous, daring, and aggressive during your first impression. You know, I don't, I wonder if people will, re- will resonate more with this than their um, astro- astrological sign. Kind of curious. You guys will have yeah. to tell us. So, yeah, interesting, huh? Okay, interesting. let's let's talk about yours. Reading of Maya. Maya equals four. One one five. This is eleven. That is your destiny number. What you are, what you'll become. So, according to this numerology, the moon rules number eleven means highly sensitive, spiritual, and secretive. Interesting. The number eleven is a master number, and two stands for a single number. Both are ruled. Both are ruled by the planet Moon. Because this number is called the master number, it means you have double and special powers with this number. It Mm. represents high sensitivity, spiritual, and high imagination powers. You may become an intuitive and psychic person. Because of the moon, you are very soft toward others and you blindly trust others. And in result, you often get treachery and hidden dangers from others. You have a very secretive nature and hence people cannot understand you easily. Number 11 represents the card lion muzzled. Mm. What do you think about that? I'm interested in especially the secretive one because I feel like I'm not. So that one is interesting to me. Like the other ones I agree, like sensitive. And what was the other one? 
highly sensitive, spiritual, secretive. I think I am spiritual because I've always been like open to learning a lot of like other religions and stuff. Like I'm like as much as I like do believe in God and like have a big faith, like I'm always like some things from this religion could be true or even just like more spiritual and like I don't know a whole bunch of different things like astrology and stuff like like we said like I'm very open to a lot of different things also I've always said I think I'm psychic I tell everyone that like I'll something will happen or, or there's different phases too where I feel like I'm having like a bunch of dreams and sometimes it's like coming true or like stuff like that and like I feel like it goes through different phases in my life but if I like mm-hmm. yeah hone in on that something yeah yeah <laughs> kind of interesting mm-hmm. um okay your soul number the heart desire number it's like we have some similar numbers, but they're in different orders. According to the vowels in your name, soul urge number is one. One means accomplisher and desire for leadership. One is influenced by the sun. Planet sun gives you a deep desire to be the leader of family and others. You want respect and credit from the people surrounding you. You want and you can complete the work as long as the best accomplished person. You are a winner when you are appreciated for what you are doing because this fills you with lots of positivity and creativity. I really agree with that. Like, and especially in all my work environments, like I've said that now in like my job now and also in like previous jobs, if like I am not getting credit where credit's due or if I'm getting the blame when the blame shouldn't be like on me, then I get super, like I get instantly unmotivated. I'm like, I don't want to do any work. Like all of a sudden I'm like, I don't want to do anything. And if someone's giving me a lot of credit, even if I'm like, mm, I don't really like this job. I'm like, damn, I'm a little motivated now. Like I feel like I could be more creative, but I can't be creative or motivated at all if I'm getting blamed for things that I didn't do or if I'm like someone else is getting the credit. I feel like I get very unmotivated. Mm, that's really accurate then. Yeah. You have another number one for your dream number um, that describes your personality. So and what's that dream- one? Is that like the same? Like where does that number come from? Uh, A. Oh, it's, it's still that one. Yeah, so you have two ones. Okay. Um, so your dream number one is impressive as courageous, daring, and aggressive. Hmm. I am aggressive. Um, the dream number one is ruled by the sun. You have a lot that's ruled by the sun. So your personality is influenced by the sun. You tend to be confident, strong, and independent. Your dream is to be a leader among people. You present yourself as courageous, daring, and aggressive during your first impression. That's the same as mine. So we both are giving off the same first impression. Yeah. It is interesting that like, I wonder how it's changed now, but like, depending on like the environment people meet me in, like I could come off like aggressive right away or I could mm-hmm. be like normal. <laughs> so I'm yeah. interested, like, I wonder how your friends like see you and stuff now, like like recent friends that you've met while you moved out of here well, compared to like... One thing that I would say that this is only because it just happened so recently was maybe like three weeks ago, I was at this thing at this hotel. It was like this event and they mm-hmm. had a bunch of random stuff there, like a bunch of booths. And one of the booths was this guy who writes poems for you. You just give him a topic and he writes you a poem. It was like, <laughs> they just had a bunch of random ones. Anyway, my friend was there with me and she didn't say anything about this, but we were in the line. And then at the, we tell the guy like what we want our topic to be. I tell mine and he's like just looking at his typewriter and then he looks at me and he's like, you have an energy about you. You really have an energy about you. And I was like, okay. And he was like, yeah. I was like, is it a good energy or, <laughs> and he was like, you have an energy where you're either like the most kind, genuine person or don't cross you. And I was like, okay. And, and then my friend was like, yeah, my friend was like, she's definitely the kind, nicest person you'll ever meet. So I was like, okay. And then she crossed her. Yeah, <laughs> no, not at all. But that day, I knew that my energy was more careless and positive because I went in with the intention of it that day being like that. And it's weird because it was like so projected that somebody even said something. So I think yeah. depending on the situation, depending where you're at, it can change. Where your mind is. I fully agree with that. Yeah. Also, depending if you're in like a fun, carefree environment or are you in a business serious environment? Like you're not probably going to go in with the same, even yeah. affect. Yeah. 
I feel like that's even yeah. like how you go into this is like kind of a separate topic but kind of stays like the same it's depending on how you go into like um I kind of like an event like you're saying like a bar or something like there's some nights where like if I'm around a good group of people and I feel like confident and stuff I'll feel like a lot of people will come up to me like compliment me yeah it's like fun I'm like wow vibes are so good and there's other times like probably like an outfit I'm like oh I'm not really feeling great about myself don't really know this other girl I'm going with or something like then I feel like I don't have as good of a time Mm -hmm. it's like depending on that and like the vibes feel lower like it's just interesting definitely and just certain people they bring out different personality traits in you Mm -hmm. like even if they're you know they're the same it's just something comes out more like you're more bubbly you're more like okay I'm gonna lead the group or some other other times you're like "Eh, they got it like I just sit back more yeah definitely anyway I thought that was super interesting. I would love to hear if you guys go and check out either your life path number that's by your birthday or by your name. And we should do our last name because it'll be the same after this. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought that was really interesting. I'm excited to dive more into it on my own and kind of see how I could look out for more signs and keep mm-hmm. a more alert on what numbers I'm seeing repeatedly. Yeah. Or just like try and talk to the universe and like see what happens. I feel like some people could feel weird or stupid like doing that but it's like might as well try like yeah it's gonna hurt <laughs> exactly honestly when we did that little experiment with him seriously one the number one when he was like just talking about it and maybe it's because he kind of gave a little masculine feminine feminine thing before it mm-hmm. literally was like rainbows in my mind like I saw like colors but then okay. when it was zero zero was just black and white and I was like what is this that's interesting I don't know if I really had the zero color, I can only remember what I had in my head, but hopefully they like tried that with us too. Little experiment and everything. Cause that was really cool that he showed us that. It was really cool. Also just a side note, sometimes if I am really trying to be reflective or really focus energy on something in particular, mm-hmm. there's always colors that come to my mind. Does that ever happen to you? Mm, colors? I don't think so for me it's more like a body part like depending on like the like what I'm feeling like if I'm angry like my chest like I feel it tight and if it's like something else like I can feel something like my toes or like my head it just kind of depends I don't yeah. like the t- color though I don't know interesting interesting stuff yeah well we hope you guys enjoyed this episode I really love talking with Shaman Axel mm-hmm. make sure you do follow and subscribe to his channels and don't forget to subscribe to ours And if you're listening to this, we do post YouTube videos now so you can actually Mm -hmm. see what's going on. Sometimes we share things and we would love for you to check that out as well. Yeah. And we also want to see like what topics you guys want from us. So if there's any, like feel free to DM us like, oh, you guys should have this person on or you guys should talk about this next time. DM us, follow our Instagram at Positively Enlightened and leave us a review too to know how we're doing. Exactly. And if we if we're not professionals on the topic, we will get guests. And if you want to be a guest, DM us. We'd love to have yeah. you. Send us a DM. <laughs> All right. We'll see you. Let's Bye. get positively enlightened.